Super dope. Hey, happy Wednesday. You didn't think that I could go three weeks without releasing a new episode, did you? I thought about it. Uh, but chapter 71 for Dragon Ball Super, the drafts came out last night. Hita's plan. I made a quick YouTube video for it this morning. So you're about to hear the sound on that uh, from the translations by Herms98. So I'll shut up and here is that. Super dope. Happy Wednesday. So we had some draft pages come out for chapter 71 last night. Very late. Uh, that's why I waited to make a podcast for today. So I figured I'd make a quick YouTube video, pull this out, put it at the beginning of the podcast for this week. And uh, you'll have some visual aid if you choose to go check out the YouTube. Uh, so Todd Blankenship with the translation. Uh, Herms98 on Twitter. We appreciate you, man. Uh, DBS spoilers. The roughs are out for DBS Chapter 71, Hita's Plan. Whis asks Goku the difference between him and the angels. A halo, Goku responds? No. Whis says it's how angels are always in the ultra-instinct state. Goku shouldn't need to transform to do it. Let's take a look at these here. I'm assuming this is the stupid halo math that he's doing on his fingers, because got to do math to get to halo. Um, Whis doing some fancy stick moves. And uh, looks like he smashes Goku with it, because he's a big dummy. Thinking that halos are the difference between him and the angels. Um, Alright, next one. Uh, Whis says if Goku's heart slash mind were stable, his body could move on its own, regardless of his form. If Goku could manage Ultra Instinct in his regular state, it'll take care of his stamina problems. Then he could save the transformed version of UI as a trump card. So, okay, the idea of him being able to have the power of Ultra Instinct without having to do a silver-haired transformation, pretty interesting, and it seems to be um, in line, certainly, with what we see Whis and all the other angels doing at all times, but I think that also implies that Whis can transform into Ultra Instinct as well. wonder if we'll ever get to see that at a certain point in the future. That would be cool. Um... But yeah, just some, I like that last month's chapter was very much more about Vegeta and Beerus. And it seems that anyway, from this, uh, these draft pages we're seeing that, uh, get a little bit more of the Whis and Goku side of things could have been very easy to ignore it and just give Vegeta some credit, uh, for the next couple of chapters. But nope, I think they're doing a nice job so far, kind of giving us, uh, both mentor and mentee relationships that we're seeing. Although we do see Vegeta looking awfully, uh, jealous over here. Uh, last one. Whis tells Goku and Vegeta that when training, their rivals are themselves. They should always strive to outdo their previous selves. He also mentions that something has happened. Goku. Is it a new strong enemy? Oops, I scrolled down. Is it a new strong enemy? But Whis still isn't sure if it's an enemy or not. So Goku always hoping that there's a next super strong enemy on the horizon for them to fight. Whis is like, hey, I'm not really sure. But in the meantime... You know, you and Vegeta better stop being jerks to each other and just compete uh, with yourselves, uh, meaning, you know, yourself, you know, always just trying to improve and not trying to outdo the other Saiyan in the closest proximity, Goku and Vegeta. You really just pin that one on Goku. Um, and then that's it. It seems like fewer rough pages this time around. Full chapter should be out in a week or so. Um, I think it's still slated for 420, Tuesday, the 20th. Um, 
we will get together with the patrons at a certain point next week to discuss the chapter in full. We'll have to figure out a day because the timing of for the release of the chapters and good for the podcast schedule but we'll figure it out if you made it to the end of the video thank you for checking this out hit this like the subscribe button all of those things that youtube asks you to do and check out our podcast dragon ball super dope or if you like my hero academia super dope plus ultra available wherever you get all your podcasts super dope so yeah, that's the chapter 71 drafts. Uh, I think the chapter is still expected to drop on fall 20. So next Tuesday, uh, patrons, I'm, I would love to find a day to get together with you guys next week to discuss that. So let's see if we can figure that out. Um, I'm thinking maybe Friday night. I, I don't know, maybe Saturday night. I, I don't want to wait that long to make an episode. I, I don't really know. Um, I guess we'll figure that part of it out. But where have I been for a couple of weeks? Uh, making another podcast. So we've officially launched Super Dope Plus Ultra with the, uh, the premiere of My Hero Academia Season 5 a few weeks back. So you were expecting to see some My Hero Academia episodes in this feed? Surprise. They're in their own feed now. Uh, there are links in the show notes. It should be in any podcast app that you uh, currently use, except maybe iHeartRadio. I don't think it's there yet. Um, yeah, super dope plus ultra. Look it up, but there's also links in the show notes. Here's the trailer for that show right now, in case you uh weren't sold on maybe going to check it out. So, here, thank you. Listen to this, please. Thank you. Hey, this is Kelly and Kyle, and this is super dope plus ultra. <laughs> This year, we're spinning off from Dragon Ball Super Dope and putting all of our My Hero Academia discussions into its own podcast feed. Make sure that you rate and subscribe to Super Dope Ultra! Ultra! wherever you get your podcasts to hear all of our thoughts on the new season of My Hero Academia. New episodes every Tuesday. Super Dope! Ultra! So if you are watching My Hero Academia this season, go check it out. If you haven't maybe caught up yet, we did do uh, season recaps for one, two, and three. Four is like a recycled episode from last year about the finale. Um, but, you know, you should be watching it anyway. Uh, Kelly's doing a great job. She's mostly quarterbacking those. Uh, what that means is she takes all the notes and plans the show, and then I come on and talk and don't shut up sometimes. And then I do the editing and all that stuff afterwards. Um, so we've been pretty busy doing that. I think the first seven episodes are available. That would be seasons one, two, three, and four. And then the first three episodes of season five clash, uh, one a versus one B I just went up yesterday morning. So if you're up to date on the, my hero academia anime, go check it out. Links are in the show notes. I'm actually going to drop in a, a little bit of a preview clip. Um, it's not really to spoiler i don't think it really spoils anything from this most recent episode it's basically the kids have uh like new costumes that they're about to fight in and show off so kelly had lots of thoughts about them it kind of led to some questions about denki kaminari's uh, sexuality and uh, i thought it was a nice little preview without spoiling anything plot specific in case you're not there but if you don't want anything spoiled you want to go in completely fresh uh skip forward I would say about uh, seven minutes or so. And I'll talk to you on the other side about all the other crazy crap. Crap? Is it crap? I don't know if it's crap. By crap, I mean my life. Maybe it's crap. I don't know. Here you go.
note to self. Note to self. Look up how Japan school works. Nice. Got it. Got it. I'm on it. All right. So we get to have Winter Wardrobe Fashion Week with like Class 1A. Okay. Wicked cool. Um, Invisible Girl. She's just going to freeze because she's naked. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> she's committed to the class. I saw her boots and I was like, cool boots. Oh, wait a minute. That's a gawkery. Where's she's the rest? <gasps> she naked. <cold. laughs> yeah, she's cold. Um, we see that Momo has like a, a big cape, which I, I'm digging the cape. I like, like it. Like a red riding hood vibe almost. Yeah. I feel like capes aren't really that big with the new round of heroes, right? We don't really see many capes. I feel like maybe that's how her uh, character design would look at that. Uh, end of season two ending song where Todoroki like looks like he's a knight and has a sword for some mm, reason. Yeah. That would be Momo's outfit in that one. Yeah. So she's got like that elegant cape. Yeah. Woohoo. And then I think that somebody mentions that Midoriya's costume is the one that's changed the most because now he has these new boots with the steel in them and he's got the arm bracers for his arms and he's got the new gloves. So his outfit's changed a lot too. We see my personal favorite, which was Bakugo strutting like he is on the runway, looking so good in his winter outfit. And I'm not the only one who thinks so because Midoriya perked right up when he saw Bakugo. He was like, perked right up. You got yourself a new outfit? Hmm. Oh boy, you look as good. It's because the hydroglycerin sweat in your thing. You've got oh a boy. heater in there. What's Let me up? bust out my notebook and make some notes about this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then I feel like um, Kirishima had to like sort of match his boyfriend. So he gets the long sleeves that are also black, but he's got to keep his muscular chest out. You know, got to be looking, looking fly. He's got to show that he's the boy. Yes. And then my favorite thing that happens during this particular part, it's not necessarily when they're talking about the outfits, but it's revealed that Shinso is going to be taking part in this, like, Class 1A versus Class 1B battle. And Kiminari says, like, Ooh, Shinso, you got a face that the ladies love, I can just tell. And I got a vibe from that. I was like, mm. Is it the vibe that I think maybe Kaminari likes boys? I was like, I think Kaminari's bisexual. And then as soon as I thought it, I can't believe I ever didn't think it because look at how he's dressed. He literally is wearing a choker necklace and has those <laughs> light blue sunglasses on. That's just I how the fashion like, works, man. That's how Kaminari's fashion works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that like a choker necklace kind of has like some implications. Certain connotations for a choker necklace, <laughs> you know? Because like, you like to get choked. <laughs> I've watched you wear this for so many years and I never put it together until this very moment. So I'm feeling pretty sure that Denki Kaminari is, is a raging bisexual. When they do show up on the scene, the three of them together, it's, it's the Justice Bros again, you know? It's Bakugo, it's Kaminari, and Kirishima. Kirishima mm -hmm. and Bakugo, we know. Well-established couple. Yes. They are boyfriends as boyfriends can boyfriend. I 100% agree. I'm thinking that maybe Kaminari's getting a little sick of third wheel in it, and he's trying to um, maybe. maybe pull Shinso into the equation. I mean, it's like, like hey. hey, buddy, you want to be a hero too? Hero too. I am a hero too. 
So let's be gay. Like <laughs> he wouldn't. He literally says, "Like you've got a handsome face." Like yeah, it's like what he says. You're right. I mean, I've definitely been aware of when dudes were handsome or not, but like don't I don't go that. around being like, "Hey, you, you know what you're doing because you're handsome." That's a little nice. That's a little over the top. You're right. I think you're onto something with commentaries by sexuality. As soon as I had that, I now I cannot unthink it. Like, I'm hero just gonna think it forever. Two, I am a hero too. So let's be gay. And I oh my God. back down. <laughs> the remix I didn't know I needed. Yeah, man. That's what that's the one when Kaminari takes the lead vocals over yes. Jiro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't really see too many other major outfit changes, though. I don't know about you. The other ones, maybe we just didn't get a good enough glimpse at anyone else, but I didn't see a lot of other outfit changes. No, not a ton. Um, I do like the fact that they talk about Ingenium being in a goddamn robot suit and how mm. that must have been super unbearable over the summer. Um, right. I do like when Deku talks about the gauntlets and, like, you know, his or the bracers or whatever the fuck. And, you know, how they've increased his ability to do certain things. And he talks oh, about how May, Hatsume <laughs> helped him get, like, an okay. updated version of him. And then Uraraka has, like, this PTSD flashback, flashback. of, of May Hatsume's uh, falling down on top of Deku and, like, her chest starting to fall out and mm. her getting very, very upset. That was probably my favorite part of the entire fashion show was is You thought Uraraka. that that was her being upset? I kind of thought she was having, like, a lesbian revelation. Nope. I think she was being like, don't think about that time where some other girl who is super capable mm. and talented that your boyfriend is singing the praises or your wannabe boyfriend is singing the praises of. Uh, I think that was her reacting to her being uncomfortable with that situation. Maybe just because I don't want her and Midoriya together. So I was like, yes, Uraraka's a lesbian. She's not. <laughs> Darn it. All right. All right. All right. I think there are certainly a few characters in 1A that you could make the case for them being a lesbian. But do you think Jiro? I think Jiro definitely is. Maybe I could see Jiro swinging both ways. I could see Momo being a full blown lesbian. I could see Froppy maybe, but also I feel like Froppy likes the D. Who else? Mina Ashido, definitely bisexual. Gakure, definitely heterosexual. How do you even know? I've never because seen it. I can see right through it. <laughs> right, so that was fun. Um, super dope plus ultra. Go subscribe to it now. Help us out. It really helps if people subscribe and leave reviews in the first couple of weeks of a podcast launch. Uh, helps basically it uh, get recommended within whatever podcast app. So you don't mind help me out links in the show notes i would appreciate you so where have i been uh you guys probably know i've been doing a move i've been moving to a farm so most of the last 10 years i've lived in bristol and bristol is a small town uh on the side of the bay in rhode island so like waterfront is within you know 10 minute walk and Everything was within a very close proximity. And now I've moved back to a farm that I grew up on when I was a kid. So I was about 12. My grandparents still live here. And, uh, you know, they're a little bit older these days, obviously, uh, both in their mid 70s and not in the best of health. But they still insist on having this big ass fucking farm. So um, it's not to say I'm like becoming a farmer because that's certainly not the case, but I'm. Living upstairs in the third floor apartment where um, my aunt previously lived with her family. Um, 
and just kind of helping where I can with some of the, you know, moving shit around, driving to appointments, um, whatever. It's, it's certainly an adjustment for a lot of reasons. Um, like I said, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. So that's been a little bit of an adjustment. My friends aren't really around like they used to be. Uh, they've still been coming to hang out, you know, the last few weeks, couple days here and there, which is cool. Thanks to them for coming to make sure I'm not going crazy out here in the fucking woods. But, um, you know, that's one big uh, difference for sure. The other being that I'm I'm speaking Portuguese all the time in my house now, and I don't speak Portuguese particularly well. Um, I spoke it much better when I was a child, but you know, you, you don't use it, you lose it, uh, over the, lose it, uh, over the course of 20 years. So, and like, what's weird or like, I don't know if it's weird, but when I'm, when I'm learning, especially since a big part of my jobs over the last decade or so have been about talking to people. Um, you know, obviously I make podcasts now and that's helped exacerbate this issue that I've got, but I used to be a recruiter and I would interview people for jobs all the time. So, you know, Communication is important to me. So being in a situation now where I can't fully communicate what I'm trying to say is super, super frustrating. And um trying to overcome that, but I don't know. I just find myself feeling way more annoyed in the last few weeks since being here. And I think that is for sure a big part of it. The other part of it is I went from living pretty far removed from the majority of my family and them not really up in my business all the time to being back at like the the family farm where everybody, because my grandparents, you know, are older, they've got four children themselves, they've got brothers, sisters, cousins, aunts all over the goddamn place, nieces, nephews. Um a lot of people are running out of this house all the time, man. Like just today, I think like three different people have stopped by for random stuff for the farm. Um, mostly people who just work with my grandfather on certain crap or like literally come deliver crap here for fertilization purposes or whatever. Um, I feel like my privacy has been uh, co-opted a little bit. So working hard to establish boundaries so that way I don't continue to find myself Super aggravated and annoyed because um, as much as I put myself out there talking about anime and bullshit like this, uh, believe it or not, I do like to be by myself and private and recharge because I need that. So also, I think I got birds living on the fucking roof, dude, like birds, fucking birds. You guys know how I feel about birds. There's chickens here. Chickens are really the culprit when it comes to my fear of birds. Fucking mean-ass chickens. But it does mean all the free eggs I can eat. Other than that, got goats, sheep, rabbits. I had to go to Tractor Trailer fucking company or the fuck that place was called the other day. About like 200 pounds worth of, I don't know, goat feed or some shit. I don't fucking know. Definitely an adjustment. I spent most of my weekend... uh basically loading and unloading trucks full of uh like cut down trees and, and firewood for our humongous outdoor furnace that heats the entire property it's tough because i feel like there's no way that i can talk about this in which i'm not going to sound like a spoiled bitch there's a lot of good that comes with this move 
for sure. I get to be back around my family again while they're still here. I mean, they're not going to be here forever, right? Uh, it does give me an opportunity to save some money. Should I want to, you know, buy a house in the next couple of years when this bubble eventually bursts? It's just uh, this adjustment period has really beaten the shit out of my brain. Had full intentions to make an episode last week about, uh, actually, last week was going to be My Hero Academia clips from these first however many episodes we've done. Seven, I think. But I just, I couldn't even get myself to edit those. Like, I don't know, man. Appreciate you listening to me talk out loud. This has basically been a therapy session. If you got to the end here, and this is like your first, uh, you know, dive into a super dope episode, pick the good one, Holmes. I want to say thank you to the patrons, uh, Tyson, Marcus, David, Kelly, Jacob Perez, Jean-Claude Minivan Dan, Reese Andriotis, Timmy Jones, Brian Melchiori, and little baby Jaren Dan Rivera. Guys have been supporting us for a long time, and I appreciate you guys. You're probably some of the few people listening to the end through my uh, mental you know, therapy session that I got to give myself because I ain't got no fucking health insurance, you know? So we'll figure out a day next week, maybe, to talk about the manga. I don't know if you guys want to shoot me a message or a tweet or Instagram message. I don't know. You guys know the stuff. At DBSuperDope1 on Twitter, at DBSuperDope on Instagram. Uh, the Facebook group, too, Roshi Secret Stash. All links in the show notes. Uh, hit me up. Let me know what you guys want to do for a manga next week. I'm thinking it might be easiest if I have you guys, like, send in voice clips, maybe? It might be the easiest way to do it, so that way I can... Um, still make an episode and not have to wait until the weekend to get everybody together because usually the weekend is when the schedules align best um leonard if you're hearing this maybe i'll talk with you about getting together and and doing the uh running through the voice clips together and what else this is a dragon ball podcast hopefully now that we're you know moving my hero academia into the other feed full time um that'll give me more reason to look for more fun Dragon Ball topics to do here on a more regular basis. I want to do the movies. I want to do all the movies. Who's down to do movies with me? Let's do the movies. I missed the movies. Godzilla vs. Kong. Now it's a movie. I watched it. Gave a little spoiler-free thing on it the other day. Not really sure if I'm going to be able to do an episode with Brandon about it. So if you're waiting for that, I'm sorry. Uh, he's been having some medical problems with uh the stones again so he had surgery again last week and i don't know he's got a lot of stuff on his plate so probably no gvk that's what the cool kids call it right gvk it's gonna do it for super dope if you got to the end here i appreciate you man um talk to you next week go check out super dope plus ultra links in the show notes please review it please subscribe that helps us out even if you don't want to listen to it that's fine just give it the five stars you know what to do Come on, man. We gotta beat the system. Gotta work the algorithm. Help me work the goddamn algorithm. Working algorithms every day.